0: Hello and welcome to my podcast channel called Educators Well-being. With me as your host and you can call me as a teacher's friend. Because I'm going to shine a light on a very crucial issue of taking care about the well-being of an educator. Well, I myself have been an educator now for over 10 years. Teaching is not only my passion but something that I also identify with personally. It has been a life-changing experience. Hence, I'm quite eager to share some real life experiences with you all as I know that there are an abundance of teachers out there waiting to seek some advice for their own good. Apparently, it is quite common to speak about how essential it is to look after the mental health of students or learners only, but somehow we skip on teachers' mental health, which is equally significant. In fact, a lot of researchers have consistently shown us that a positive well-being has a direct impact in one's professional life. Likewise, an educator's positive attitude can have a great outcome. Naturally, happy teachers will result in happy students. Now many of us who are non teachers may assume that why do teachers require so much of motivation when they are the ones to choose their own professions? Well, let me break that bubble of yours. Teachers are not magicians like the fairy godmother from the Cinderella story who can move her magical wand however she likes. Unfortunately, the magic of teaching is something one acquires through meticulous practice. After all, teaching is purely a skill of art. Thus, striving to teach in a standardized manner truly defines this occupation. Teachers Our educators are none other than facilitators who make something magical like learning happen. As a result, a teacher goes through a myriad of changes similar to the metamorphosis of a butterfly. These changes are a constant fight to adapt with the ever-changing system within the education industry. Consequently, these changes leads to a teacher burnout phase where the educators hit their limit to deal with a series of things expected from them surprisingly concept of 21st century teacher skills um, might ease an educator's approach to teaching but this brings us to a much more important question about Are teachers able to strike a balance or not so let us find out more about it in the next episode where I'll be analyzing some of the causes and effects behind teacher burnout phase and also how we can prevent it also I invite you to join me along with other fellow friends of yours. So please don't forget to share this audio with your educator friends that you know around you. Because let's not forget that all professions are built because of promising educators. And our mission should be all about uplifting and looking out for the welfare of teachers, always. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, a teacher's friend, and I'll be back soon with another episode discussion. Bye for now. Hello and welcome to my podcast channel, Educators Wellbeing, with me as your host, a teacher's friend. Today I'll be talking about how teachers can sometimes experience a phase called as teachers burnout. Well I've spoken about this topic in my last episode and I've also expressed how much this topic and the welfare of teachers really mean to me. This also reminds me of a famous quote that one cannot pour from an empty cup. Yes, in the similar pattern, an educator cannot make the world a better place if they are not motivated enough. Surprisingly, I found out a very recent survey stated that about two-thirds of teachers May want to quit their jobs including the new set of teachers who tend to run away from the things a teacher needs to put up with and among the remaining teachers they tend to go into depression and some even get into drugs and alcohol abuse of course the very basic expectation of a teacher gives us a picture that it is a demanding job right which can be quite stressful at times but the burnout effect catches up when a teacher strives harder to meet all the criterias to keep reaching the ever-growing teaching standards set for them hence such an exhausted educator may experience chronic stress. Unfortunately, such dilemmas are often overlooked by various educational policymakers and leaders themselves. I too have been there and trust me it takes a bulldozer effect to get yourself out of the burnout phase. Like literally I had to re-establish my teaching goals keeping the reality check in hindsight so one day i sat myself down and did a self check by jotting down different key points that kept me inclined towards my job basically i did sort of a swot analysis and ever since then i built a sense of self-awareness which gave me a true picture or a graph uh, about my individual capabilities. Let me first give you a few instances of the trap zones leading to the widespread of burnout phase among teachers. These factors are all interlinked such as increased workload of using appropriate teaching techniques for student engagement, and the better attention span, this would result in satisfying parents constant queries about their child's need, which kind of puts a teacher in lack of autonomy, because not only parent satisfaction is valuable but of superiors as well at workplace. simultaneously when these expectations are not met adequately then a sense of threat comes along within the workspace in form of lack of respect and unfair work pressures as a consequence the teacher starts finding herself or himself in the trap zone which also impacts her or his work efficiency where their individual classroom management skills might get affected and also they may tend to get more work at home and become uncomfortable with the sudden imbalance in the work life. In other words an educator can feel isolated and make a disaster of themselves due to the work-related stress factors Well, if you notice, it is like a vicious cycle. Now, next, I would like to elaborate about the burnout effects, which are highly concerning, especially for educators who are anyways trapped with a lot of social obstacles around them personally, as each demographic has its own challenges which can get Quite dark and dangerous. Apparently teacher burnout by itself is nothing new but the striking point is the rise in the rate leading to a very negative approach towards this profession. Feeling overwhelmed due to such a demanding job will contribute to less people who want to opt for this profession. Just imagine the situation of a mother who needs to constantly showcase her love and affection for her children, molding them into lovable and caring people. But can a distressed and drained mother provide enough care as she herself feels low? Likewise, an educator cannot perform. While undergoing an exhausted phase. Well, I too have experienced a low phase in my career where I felt so drained that there were some mornings when I just did not feel like getting up and going to work. I felt quite dreadful by thinking about the negative energy at work. Surprisingly, it was not the energy. Uh, dealing with students but otherwise this case is quite similar for most of the educators as well moreover as per another research such exhaustion uh, or exhausted teachers generally lash out on the students or lacks patience while executing a lesson here there is a turning point as well, which is children can get distressed due to their teacher's behavior, which can lower their academic interest. In addition to that, many administrators of schools and universities constantly overwhelm teachers with added work pressure, which consists of additional duties like being a substitute teacher, doing an extra duty for monitoring students during recess period, during home time, and so on. Along with that, there are numerous clerical tasks as well, like filling up academic forms, and the most unavoidable part, which is attending various unscheduled meetings yes these extra pile of tasks takes a toll on teachers as they are not able to finish their primary tasks within the official time like checking copies or preparing for a lesson or grading papers hey isn't these things the primary job responsibilities of a teacher And let's not forget about the low pay given to teachers around the world. Furthermore, along with the mental overload comes the physical fatigueness. Where an educator hardly gets to focus on basic things like eating a snack or drink enough water or use the washroom. During the day, I mean, sadly, many institutes don't even have such breaks for teachers, or such official breaks. Although some organizations expects teachers to probably have a quick snack during children's recess period. Now, considering the additional duties that I've mentioned earlier, like monitoring students during break time. Is it even possible for a teacher to sit in a relaxed manner and have a meal? And again there is there is hardly any opportunity to use washrooms because in some institutes there are lack of um, staff washrooms available and in some there is hardly any time due to the non-stop back-to-back classes and other duties do you relate with these unrealistic goals as well like i'm i'm sure some of the cases are relatable if yes then do send me your voice messages where i'd like to hear what you faced and how did you overcome such scenarios also you may write in the comment section in my Facebook group as well. I'd love to read your feedback. Also I'd like you to share uh, this audio tape with your teacher friends as well as with people who needs to hear this. Now I'd like to share some essential tips and tricks to overcome such trap zones in my next episode. And also, I'd like to recommend the ones which I've used personally. As this topic is so crucial, and we as a community need to address it to change the perception that teachers who are burnout are not lazy and do not want to perform at work because of any other reason but these. So, let us break the barrier. Of this bias feeling and stand up tall to represent educators' role in this society. Because demotivated and distressed educators may not help the learners to reach their optimum level. As we need strong individuals to save this world in the form of teachers, and also in terms of the humanity which the world requires today, especially during the pandemic due to COVID-19. Now here I end today's episode. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm your host, a teacher's friend, and I'll be back soon with another episode discussion. Bye for now. Hello and welcome to my podcast channel, Educators Wellbeing on another part Of teacher's burnout with me as a host a teacher's friend first of all I'd like to apologize for not posting on time as I was caught up with some family affairs earlier Um, so I also thought that I could manage to post one but I wanted to post something valuable with enough time in hand anyways moving on in my previous episode I spoke about why teachers sometimes get caught in into some trap zones leading them towards a phase called as teachers burnout I had also shared some of my hurdles as well and how I pushed myself to get out of it using a bulldozer effect Today I'll share some fundamental tricks and tips Which can possibly be a life-changing moment for all of you, or the educators out there? Before you blindly follow any of these suggestions, I would recommend everyone to first introspect and find out about yourselves. When I say self, I mean three self parts, which are self-concept, self-esteem, and self-efficacy. To begin with the word self-concept, it simply means looking at yourself as an individual and evaluating how you are as a person. Your self-concept denotes your self-image as in your whole personality overall. It reflects your characteristic along with the other two aspects of your self-esteem and self-efficacy. Now, speaking of self esteem, is about how much worthy you are according to yourself. It pretty much includes your emotional state too. Then we have self efficacy, which, according to a famous psychologist, Albert Bandura, is about one's capacity to do something. Also, remember. This component of self truly decides our life's endeavors or goals. So, if you have a high level of self efficacy, it means that you have the ability to take control of your life's matters and possibly master your own destiny. Just like the saying goes, where there's a will, there's a way. Therefore, these three elements of self results in a self-confident individual. Now that we understand ourselves, we can easily start prioritizing our life's events and customize our self-components accordingly. It also means that in some cases, your self-efficacy or self-esteem may vary. Sometimes it could be high or low as per The need of the scenario. Now, let me shine a light on how to prevent a teacher's burnout phase. By the way, the burnout symptoms can also be felt in any other professions as well. Nevertheless, let's start practicing. First, self-care. As an educator, we tend to develop certain organizational skills which automatically make us finish our important chores to have a work-life balance. But here, I'm stressing upon me time, which would help me to spend a conscious time just for myself. It could be very early in the morning, evening, or at night. Whenever you can, do various activities such as yoga, watch TV, read a book, or even exercise. If you're already doing these things, then try even avoiding phone calls or any serious conversations which may require you to think hard. Of course, unless it is an emergency, you can't do that. It's so important to declutter our minds as we are prone to multitask and multi-think together. Next, try to talk to a coworker whom you trust about your obstacles, for which you are unable to find an alternative. Also, you could speak out your worries to a friend as well. Apart from that, you could even do a self-talk in front of the mirror. It really helps. Try and see for yourself. Next, Try to strive for other opportunities. I know it doesn't sound easy, but if you're not able to blend well at a workplace, even after you give your level best, then try to switch to another similar job. Also while doing so, you may try venturing into other career aspects which might have been your interest previously. Lastly, I would suggest this to everyone and myself even, to keep upgrading your teaching qualifications through teaching courses or workshops and training. It goes without saying that most of the educators had to get integrated with technical skills to adapt with hybrid teaching or the virtual teaching platform. Similarly, Always try to expand your spectrum as an educator as much as possible. This is to be done regardless of the hurdles you face at work. Also remember that you're not alone and we're in this together. Try to always uplift yourselves constantly as a reminder that you can do your best only as per your capacity. We all are humans and we can only drag ourselves up to a limit only while achieving our goals. So think smartly and readjust your plans towards your goals as needed. Well, in the next part of this episode, I will be continuing with the same topic but in a different pattern. So do join me to find out the new discussion And thanks so much for listening to my podcast. And please don't forget to share it with your near and dear ones. Let us look out for educators' welfare always. Bye for now.